sometimes I do these shows and they're just way too much fun. I am not anticipating that I'm going to smile as much as I do. And by the time I'm finished, my cheeks hurt. But that is the joy of podcasting and storytelling and being with incredible humans like Nathaniel Grecklick. He truly blew me away. And it wasn't just in this podcast. He actually made an appearance in a podcast previously posted with David Long. So you'll have to go find out how and why he showed himself in those spaces. But he showed up today without the bow tie and I won't be offended, but he came looking fresh and sharp and talking to us about personal branding. He talked to us about how to be successful with personal branding and how to show up in a way that people aren't expecting, but can forever trust. He makes a point to spread positivity and joy. And you guys know how much I love both of those things. And so he is within the auto group, uh, Mohawk Auto Group specifically, and he's the chief digital branding leader there. But he is literally giving us so many tools and gold nuggets for you to be able to apply these things in your businesses with your teams. Or if you just have a personal brand that you're showcasing, this will apply to you too. So I hope you all follow Nathaniel Grecklick on all social media. You'll see his links below. Be sure to tag us, review, and subscribe. And we would so appreciate the time. We hope you enjoy. Bye. Welcome to the Fit and Faith podcast. Fit is an acronym representing founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are looking to live a life wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. A space for us to connect on the raw, real stories of mind, body, and soul alignment of entrepreneurs and kingdom leaders. I'm your host, Tamara Andress, and this podcast isn't like the cookie-cutter interview experience. I've been coined the entrepreneurial rabbi, and so we do go there, unscripted. No matter how far, wide, deep, or high the there is, my desire is to see people rise from the inside out into their greatest calling by sharing their truest stories, talents, and tips. As a purpose activator and brand builder, I believe our successes and failures are derived from who and whose we are, not what we do. But strategy and vision are equally as important to the mission. So let's cut to the chase together and get fit in faith. dancing like we both love to do so much and that was actually one of the first ways that I was introduced to your off clubhouse persona was that <laughs> you you just busted out a, a mini uh, jukebox and started break dancing at a minute was it all guys at your experience it was uh it was the it was a it was an automotive branding slash marketing conference uh, and it just happened to be no. There was there was women too. They're okay, okay, they're watching. All right. Okay. Well, regardless, amazing. And I'm like, we need to be in the same room. And we are not <laughs> quite in the same room yet. But you guys are totally gonna vibe with us today. Um, I'm so excited to introduce you to Nathaniel Grecklick. We actually tried to have him we did. on the podcast <laughs> um, before with David Long, which ended up being an incredible conversation. I'm glad we got that time. But he was uh he was traveling. He was on the road again. And so uh, I'm glad to have you in place in a studio so we can get ample Nathaniel time today. 
Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, no, this is so much fun. I was like so bummed. I was so we were going to Lake Placid and because we were doing a, we're doing an executive conference uh for the dealership group that I'm working for. We're doing it for the managers and things like that. So I went up there to shoot a video and I'm like, I was trying to do this thing like in the you no know, back in the <laughs> yes, old days, like yes. if I lift my phone, I might get service. And I was like, ah, oh. it was like one of the lowest points. I was like, oh man, I want to get in so bad. I'm telling my drivers because uh, I was riding with somebody with my pastor. I was like, all right, is there any way we can like move faster? And then we got stuck because they were doing construction on the road. And I was like, Oh, go ahead, Lake Placid, the land of no cell reception. So anyway, uh, fast forward, I've been waiting for this time for so long. You are such a positive light, and I love seeing your reels. And uh, man, I'm just excited for what's going on and what we're going to do, because I know this isn't the end. This is just the start. It's so true. And and I love it because I we actually got connected from 75 hard, right? Out the yes. gate, right? Oh, man. And so I, I have not actually completed it. How many times have you done it? <laughs> Just once. Okay. My wife said, uh, no, no more times. Um, <laughs> and that was a part of my marital conversation as well. Hence why I didn't complete. But <laughs> I, I was on day like 14 and then I did it again and I was on day 17. And we just kind of had that not unspoken conversation. You know how you have that with your spouse. Yeah. Where like, I kind of hate you that you're going to go work out again. And I'm in the middle of like bath and bedtime. Uh-huh. And so, and of course not, my husband loves me at every given minute, but oh, at yeah. that time I had that like moment of recognition where I'm like, okay, yeah. I got to lay this selfish desire to the mm-hmm. side, even though there's a lot of selflessness that happens on the outskirts of completing something like that. Um, I just knew it wasn't the right season for me. And you had an infant. So if you yeah. were my husband, I would be kicking you out the front door. Like, What's <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> my wife is a saint and she is amazing. That's all I have to say. I that so much. So if you guys don't know Nathaniel, I'm going to tell you a little bit about him because I think it gives us some context to the conversation. Um, but I know that there's so much more to him um, than just having grit and being able to complete 75 hard challenge, which is insane in and of itself. We could have a whole podcast about it. Um, but he's <laughs> yeah. also a, he has a podcast himself called Building Brand Legends. Yes. And that's what he gets to do on a consistent basis is, is really help create branding leaders, um, specifically in the digital space. And he does that with the Mohawk Auto Group, um, two different dealerships and a collision center, which I think is really unique. And I have never served other than with Glenn Lundy right now in the um, auto industry, but it is definitely like a whole culture and community in and of itself that I am finding is very tight knit. Um, And the only thing that I ever knew about it was my dad was actually in used car dealership for um, several years and he would just go on vacations or cruises when he would win, but he was never home in the process. So I'd love to hear just like, how did you get integrated into that specific field? And was it branding first or cars first? (laughs) It's funny you say that because as everyone over, that's like the number one thing that people are like, oh, man, how did you, you must have a marketing degree and a branding degree and you're just, you're ready. Like you, you were, you were born into the industry as like, well, I have a bachelor's in criminal justice and psychology. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was unemployed. I was working at a valet and I was working for a for-profit giving company called Twill. So I was uh, doing that. And then I was working for this for-profit giving company and I wasn't really making anything, but I was helping them, Kind of, it was a startup. We were helping for every product you sold. They we sold. You could choose the charity you want to give it to. Then we would give blankets and hats and things like that. And while I was doing that, Mohawk Honda 
actually sponsored a vehicle for us called the, and they were called the Givers of Warmth. So I was doing, I did a few videos for them before I even worked for them. And the salesperson that got us in touch was like, hey, we're hiring. We are, we're hiring a delivery specialist, a delivery coordinator. And I think you'd be really good at that. Well, I was like, well, I'm not really making much. So yeah, well, why not? Let's <laughs> why not? Uh, like <laughs> something's better than nothing. Uh, so I started working in that space and helping people understand how to use their car because everyone knows now it's like a spaceship, right? Yeah. Just buttons, Bluetooth, backup camera. How do we do this? How do I navigate this settings thing? So I became really dialed into helping with that, learning all of the trims, all of the different technology that was available. And they were doing Mohawk Honda at the time was handled. They had a social media, they had a Facebook and a Twitter presence at the time. And I kind of just got started in with kind of saying, you know, I think we could tweak something here. I think we could tweak something there. And it kind of got to the point where I was creating videos and I was, uh, on an iPhone 7, uh, yes. and a, a GoPro 3 plus yes, black. Uh, it's funny because uh, we have a text group with my social media squad. I call them the Mohawk Social Squad. And they literally threw that in there today. My first like two videos I ever made for Mohawk. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is so timely. This is terrible. <laughs> I, just re- I rewatched it. And I, you know, the mannequin challenge was a huge thing back in the yes. day. That's hilarious. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, yeah. So oh, that was the so first fun. video. <laughs> that was the first video I ever made for Mohawk. And I wasn't even working for him. I was working for Twill. So I made those videos. So they knew that I had experience making videos. So they kind of asked me here and there to shoot some things. And um, I was meeting up with my mentor. And I was like, you know, I really think that this could be just a job I do all the time. You know, going around, taking photos, taking videos, making content for mohawk and uh he was like yeah go ahead go for it and um so i I wrote up my own job description my own title uh and i i go into the gm's office the general manager at the time and i go all right i have a good idea i think it'd be great what do you think and i hand him the sheet of paper that i spent countless hours rereading and reading over and researching and he looks at it he goes yeah cool let's do it like I was, oh, it was, it was, it was, isn't it crazy? Sometimes you just have to like ask the stupid questions, <laughs> right? Like we get all up in our head and in our spirit about like, what if they say this? What if this doesn't work? I should, I need to go over it one more time. It needs to be perfect. And oftentimes either they never would have even ideated something that you're creating yeah. or they were ready and willing for you to, to ask them. They just didn't mm-hmm. know how to formulate the question. So I love that he was like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, I was so like, did you actually yeah, transition that's... immediately into that like full time? or were you just dabbling in that while also doing what you were doing before? So there was a a little bit of a transition period where I was still doing this and I was still the go-to guy for a lot of the technology. So even probably a year or so later, I mean, people would still come to me with questions that they couldn't figure out. So I would always, you know, help them out whenever I could and always thinking about content that I could create out of it and different things like that. It didn't, it took a long time to, I mean, still, the the Honda Clarity was the biggest thing when I was a delivery specialist and I learned the ins and outs and the wattage and blah, 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 all this fun electric car things, hybrid things. My husband well, drives a Tesla, so I am all into the tech. <laughs> there that. you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this was a plug-in hybrid and everyone, nice. you know, people still come to me about asking me the question like, 
All right, I'm gonna have to deep dive into my knowledge. This is about two years, three years ago. All right, here we go. They still call me the expert for that. I'm like, I hope I hope hey, someone can step up. Hold for that. the title. Hold the title if you want the title. But realize <laughs> at the end of the day, we all evolve and so do the vehicles. Yeah. And so it's gonna change. And I think that's one beautiful thing about the evolution of any career mm -hmm. and has been actually a difficult pain point for me when it comes to like labeling what it is that I do. Um, even through Clubhouse, right? I was at the Breakfast of Champions experience in yeah. New York City, which you better be at the next event, BTW. Uh -oh. Are you coming to Grow for God in Kentucky? Yeah. Oh, uh, I am knocking on your front door. Okay, Are knocking on my serious? front door. I'm, I'm going to try and make it. <laughs> okay, so we, um, we're sitting there and, and I talked to several people who, in different phraseology, was basically saying, I love everything that you share and I love your energy and I love all of your passion. And I love the way you talk about God, but like, I don't really know what you do. Like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, shoot, I've done a terrible sales job. But at the end of the day, like, that is what I do. Like, it's all of the passions of who I am. And I don't necessarily think that we have to create a labeled box for what it is that we're passionate about, which is why I love hearing this evolution story. Then you've got the pandemic of positivity around you, because I know that's another component of passion. Yeah. And we get to be all of the above. But culture is so used to putting us in a box of, oh, you're the branding expert. Oh, you're the tech guy. Mm. Oh, you're the podcaster. Oh, you're the da 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 right? Mm -hmm. And so talk me through, like, what did that transition look like when you became uh, the podcaster that you are today? And also through the pandemic of positivity, are people okay with just like creating a rap sheet resume for you? Oh my gosh. So branding, building brand legends actually happened around the time Clubhouse opened up. Really? Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I haven't, I haven't been doing it very long at all. Well, awesome. And it has been like seven months now, six, seven months. Uh, but yeah, that's very new. And I'm still like, evolving and trying to make sense out of it because it was only uh it was only clubhouse and probably about two weeks ago i just went facebook oh, live even better yeah. this is awesome okay so you you were calling it a podcast but you were recording and also being live in breakfast of champions yeah well okay. i wasn't i wasn't recording anything like i oh. was i honestly i was it was literally just clubhouse there was there's no recorded oh, audio yeah. of of that so it's funny i actually have it right here um this is all my notes from all of my clubhouses so we're wow. i'm going back right now and i'm i'm throwing them and we're making actual videos of uh my acronyms that we've that we've started so uh for anyone who doesn't know building brand legends meets every tuesday at 8 30 and we do an acronym so we pick an acronym and i we break it up by letter and then we help people build their brand by that so creating value what how do you start your brand how do you clap for fans you know things like that it's uh it's so much fun and that that was an evolve evolution in and of itself because i did all i did was one acronym one night and tony with the keys who many people uh, i don't know if you've had it on your podcast yet but i need to get him on the podcast yeah. but i've been jamming to his grow for god song lately rise and grind was a favorite but this one has totally hit the charts he's amazing yeah i uh so i've been watching glenn for about an a year and a half before breakfast with champions and uh you know i got the shout out i was so happy you know, <laughs> uh, awesome. june 7th i'll never forget and i also I had him sign it. it uh i had a quote and uh so i've been following that but tony with the keys like i was like man i need to meet this guy and he actually is part of my club my he's part of my podcast he hops in my podcast we go back and forth we have a good time and he's always giving insight and so you know just a small evolution he goes one day after my acronym, he goes, you should do this all the time. I was like, 
All right, let's go for it. Let's send it. So that's where we've been. That's where we've been for the past uh, six months, seven months, going through acronyms of how to build your brand and become a legend. That is so epic. And, you know, I think the concept of branding and um, designing those things around who we are and also what we do is um, is something everyone needs access to. And I think it's been kitted as like you're an entrepreneur or you have a business and therefore you're a brand. But I had uh, someone by the name of Jeff Goyne speaking into my life at a mastermind this past weekend. He has a podcast called Hey Creator. Uh, you have to check it out. You'd really like it. I'm not and, to it I forgot yeah, a pen though. Hey Creator. <laughs> I'll, I'll touch you back afterwards. Right, good, really good, 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 good. But he was having this like super like existential, like philosophical conversation with us and basically just helping us think outside of the box. And I'm also a branding expert when I create people's businesses, but I always start with the identity of the person first, Mm. um, because I think a lot of times people will go with what's popular. I can raise my hand because I did that several years ago. I went over like the color scheme that was popular or the font Mm. script that was popular. To realize one, that really has nothing to do with your brand. And two, (laughs) if you're choosing things that you don't love, eventually you're going to fall completely out of love with it because you don't love it in the beginning. And so he says to us, your brand is just a myth. Branding is a myth. It doesn't exist. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like, I don't know if I believe in that. And he's (laughs) like, well, if the brand goes away, you're still you. And if you're saying that you are your brand... Does the brand have more importance or do you have more importance? And where's the identity factor? And I'm like, oh, you're punching me in the gut right now. (laughs) And so I feel like there's this, yeah, there's this really like massive conversation that could happen even over top of the branding of knowing who you are. Um, Mm. And I know you and I are in the same uh, faith belief system and knowing that our identity stems from God allows us more confidence in that because we don't have to call ourselves. We don't have to label ourselves. We don't have to put ourselves in a box because we just get to say I'm a child of God and he is all things. Yeah. I think that's uh, that's something that really has uh, definitely brought me to where and helped me get to where I want to be and where I am already am because there was never a sense of like what's my purpose, right? There was always a sense of whatever I'm doing, I'm giving a hundred and ten percent every single day, every single time I show up, and that has really been one of the biggest benefactors to helping me get to where I want to go. So whether I was food running, so I used to be a food runner at a, at a restaurant, I would sprint upstairs, I would skip stairs, I would make (laughs) sure that they had their food as fast as possible, being super friendly, super helpful to the point where I was, you know, working at Hollister, stacking clothes, right. And having fun there, moving on over to valet running 16 miles a day with a smile. And then uh, helping people shoot videos, then helping people deliver vehicles. And now where well, I get to, I get the opportunity to brand one, in my opinion, the greatest uh, auto group in the nation right now in terms of culture and, and progressive thought of branding and personal sales branding too. So it's, it's just amazing. Uh, that's something that I've always, you know, I have my vision and I know whether I fail it here uh, maybe door, God closes the door here um, and he opens the door somewhere else. And it's just been, you know, my whole life has just been a door opens, a door closes, a door opens, a door closes. And waking up with gratitude has also been one of the greatest things because I know that I could have been dead at 11 months old on the operating table when I had open heart surgery. So uh, being gratitude, gracious. Mm, you guys, being this alive, is like a- 
Oh, oh, the vehicle right here. Hold on. Tell me more. Like, I want to know how, what happened. So I have a thing called Tetralogy of Fallot. Uh, I have four things wrong with my heart. Um, so when you're a baby, your, your septum isn't closed because your mom does all your pumping for you. But when you're out, you need to start pumping. And mine didn't close up all the way. So I was supposed to get uh, surgery at six months old. However, I had an ear infection, so they couldn't do it. And then 11 months old, I had the my surgery. And because of that now, uh, I have a few things wrong. And yeah, that's a, that's a short story. How I don't do you have something actually... wrong with your heart and you did 75 hard? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Carefully? I mean, really? Carefully, yeah. So okay. it's funny because um, I've, 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 I've been an athlete my whole life. So I've learned my limits. I'm going to say I've learned my limits and I've pushed my limits to where I know what will happen if I don't stay within my limits. Uh, I used to run cross country uh, to the point where I would be hacking and wheezing and like basically giving myself a sports induced asthma. And they were like, whoa, 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 you got to slow down there. But I never, I always found a way around things. So I still stayed in track. I learned how to do hurdles. I had long lanky legs and, and a short torso, which I still do. Um, I don't know if Glenn saw the, the high kick, but you can ask him about that. Uh, <laughs> I will. So, uh, so like I, I did hurdles, I did high jump and I just did short, short distances, but I was able to excel at that, uh, owning records in high school. And I, I wanted to go to college, but I worked three jobs and college and sports and working doesn't really work. So, uh, yeah, so here I am. Really I am wild. You're here, you're breathing, <laughs> yeah. and your heart is beating, which I'm really happy about. I'm curious, just because I was thinking of you being 11 months old on an operating table, and of course, my mama heart is immediately like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine how your mom felt. <laughs> yeah. When you um, became a dad, did you mm. have, was there like components of fear at all associated to that? So it's funny because, you know, my daughter is uh, 10 months. She'll be 11 months. Oh, no. 11 months to 26th. Oh, wow. September. Okay. So it's like, it's almost surreal, right? Mm -hmm. Where, you know, this is where my mom, so this is where my mom was in the, the ICU, the NICU totally. with, with me, you know, and she was literally, she told me that she used to just play praise and worship music. And uh, she was actually able to, so even this is this is crazy. So even in the darkest time, I would say as a mother, this would be, you no, know, she is, praising and, and worshiping God in this hard time and is ministering to people in the hospital with the condition that she's going through. One of the wow. biggest things that, I've that I took away that, you know, it, it's insane. That is so <laughs> incredible. And it, I, honestly, I feel like in the state of being of I am now and the belief system that I am now and, it, and like I've always known that there was a God and and even I thought got saved. I'm saying I thought I, I should really like process that one day, but yeah. was saved when I was um, a freshman in high school, then went through a whole evolution of like church hurt and striving and perfectionism and all mm. that stuff. Um, and really never, I always loved music, but did not grow an affinity to like deep worship music or the mm. true depth of like the sound, yeah. even beyond the words until I was like 30 years old, 29, 30. And so my kiddos were one and two at the time. And since then, if you come into our house, especially if my husband is home, there is just praise and worship 
always on the radio and right. our kiddos know like so many songs and if, if it's silent, they'll start singing and that's what comes out of their <laughs> mouth. And I just believe that there's such power in knowing words that are not necessarily your own, but are specifically scriptural, scriptural mm. in order to help you overcome even silence in your, in your season. Oh, yeah. and, and that being a hardship, um, I am all for praise and worship and which is one of the reasons I even love to dance. So it doesn't necessarily have to be praise and worship music that I'm dancing to, but it often is. Um, but I can I can bust out a break, uh, beat to a break dancing song, too. Have you heard of the song uh, Church Clap? Is that by Kirk Franklin? Yeah. 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 I was like breaking out on that on the dance floor the other day. Oh, and yeah. Like, yes, this song. It makes me so happy. And I, I think grew up, it evokes I grew up with people. That. So I, good. Yeah, I grew up with all the old uh, the old gospel song. I Kirk Franklin, God's Property. God's Stomp. Property. Yeah. I don't know that one. Oh man, I'm gonna have to send you that. Okay, I, played, okay. I played it at my wedding. Did you? That's yeah. awesome. It's called Stomp Remix. Okay, like, I'm excited. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> okay, and my so and my good. mom, like that's all we ever had. We had CDs of like old christian gospel music wait we uh, might be talking about two different songs but i love old christian gospel i'm gonna send it okay we're gonna have to we have to exchange podcasts after this and now we're exchanging songs this is what's so fun about this you guys you get to take notes while we're not because we're right here in the moment yeah um but i'm curious even just from those from the songs mm -hmm. from the transition of your life like you've had a lot of like really cool odds and in jobs i was the same i think as um someone who has a passion and a vision. Uh, it doesn't really matter what it is that you're doing. You just get to do it full out. Right. right. And so I've always been somebody who just attacks things with that hundred, 110% mentality. I'm, I'm curious how obviously integration of positivity in working with the pandemic of positivity as a co-founder, right. Mm -hmm. Talk me through what that looks like and how you guys plan to move that forward in the world. Yeah. So, uh, this came about with David Long, who we were on the show with that one time, I cut out. <clears throat> Sad day, but uh, <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so uh, grace and peace. So uh, the pandemic of positivity, we're 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 actively currently changing. You know, we're going to do the pillars of positivity. So we are creating seven pillars for positivity that are going to kind of set the tone for who we are and our movement. And it is to help create a more positive world by assuming positivity, by having people take the pledge, text the number. 919-563. Hold on, we got to do it again. 919-568-5792. Text the word POP, Pandemic of Positivity. Yes. Uh, so we encourage everyone to go to pandemicofpositivity.com, take the pledge and, and pledge to be that salt and light to somebody around you to, to spread. There's so much negativity out in the world and doing one positive thing a day for me, I always like, here we go. I love the acronym hope, right? Help one person every day. And I, I, I actively look to make sure that I do that. And it, the pandemic of positivity was one way that I could hop in, show my positivity, show my creativity. Cause I am a content creator at heart. I love creating things. It's so much fun. You know, God has given us the gift of creating things uh, and uh, whole life for his glory in that sense. And then being able to kind of take this movement to where we want to bring it, which is going to affect our homes, our communities, our municipalities, 
our government, and eventually the world. So it's it's one step at a time, one positive moment at a time that we can make. And we'll be throwing up pop events uh, where we'll we'll get a group of pop people, uh, pop pledges, pop. Oh my god! Whatever we want to call it. This. Yeah. Let's do a pop party. I'm in. I'm all for a party. pop party and uh, <laughs> bring those who are uh, in the pop pledge, you know, actively engage with them and just build that sense of community around positivity because it's so easy for everyone to stay on negativity. It's so easy that, you know, the news is all of that, everything on Facebook, you know, everyone wants to post negative things because it draws attention. We're like, oh, ooh. But if you can create that positive moment and reflect on gratitude and, and make the world a better place, that's what it's all about. Yeah, so good. I was envisioning as you were talking because I was a part of a dental system company called Gendex. And okay. um, it was like, I think I was like 25 years old. I was in the mi middle of multiple businesses prior to that and then multiple businesses to come. And we did a like $1.2 million build out on an RV. And this was way before Whoa. like RV living and <laughs> RV lifestyle and tiny homes was popular. And um, we did this massive like branded experience where we were going to all of these convention centers across the country, even into Canada. And I was like in charge of um, creating the content for it, developing the website people could follow and track and getting the hotel and imagine trying to find uh, car washes across the country that could fit these massive vehicles um, <laughs> but people would come on into this this experience and inside of it it was called the gendex experience they would walk into like a very beautiful seven different flat screens in the facility high tech hundred and forty thousand dollar pieces of equipment in it and they would come in like they were going into a dental office and they would get to test and try all of the products. And so as you're saying that, I'm thinking how rad it would be to have a vehicle that's actually going and popping up in oh. all the cities, right? I could just see the yellow vehicle, like the massive buses. <laughs> it would be so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'll just give you that little branding nugget. I love that. See that's what you guys great. do with it quick commercial break. I know I hate these things too, but it's so critical that you grow your business for God's sake. And I mean that pun intended with all the love in my heart to get you from a place of ideation to activation. Stop dreaming, start doing, stand up, start saying yes to the call that God has on your life. We are going to be joining in Lexington, Kentucky with none other than the beautiful Rise and Grind community with Glenn Lundy, who will be co-hosting this incredible conference. This is the second annual, and he has taken me under his wing to be able to share this stage to motivate and inspire, and I cannot wait to see you there. November 5th through the 7th, if you want to come in for the VIP experience, which who doesn't want to come along for VIP? That's all access passes to the speakers and the artists and you'll be able to dine with us in the private rooms with your own special bathrooms. So of course, come one day, two day, three day passes available as well. And we cannot wait, as Glenn and I say, to hug your neck. See you there. So talk us through, because I think a part of this, it, it's less about the message, even though the message is so powerful. It's more about the activation of Right. And I am all for activation. I think ideation is awesome. But if we are co-creating with God, creating is a process. Right. Mm -hmm. It's bringing what is on the inside to the outside. And I think culture is very similar to that. 
So I'd love to hear like your specific take. You said it was one of the the number one auto groups in the in the country, if not the world. Talk to me like how is culture at the root of what you guys are doing from a branding perspective? So everything we do is to inspire our employees, our communities, our client partners um, to become the best versions of themselves. That's our mission. Our mission is when we just so happen to sell cars. So the, the owners and the managers actively participate in working to make you or help you become the best version of yourself. And it's actively talked about. It's actively uh, given opportunities to do that. That's why I can actually do this podcast right now uh, because they understand that this is helping me become a better person. And they, and this whole branding thing too, you know, we're helping salespeople brand themselves. You know, that's unheard of. I mean, I have nine people, I call them, um, my, my beta, my branding betas right now. They are, uh, they are nine salespeople who have their own hashtags. They have their own logos and they are actively branding themselves within their community because that helps them become better. You know, yeah. that, when you have to go out and you have to choose the persona that you want to come through that door, when you have to choose uh, where you want to be, what does it look like for you to, to have to where you want to go? What is the vision? What is your mission? What are your values? You are becoming a better person and you're helping those around you become better as well. So the way that I love to look at it and the way that I see it right now is that, you know, the owners are actively around, they come around, they say hello, they actively are talking to employees. They don't just come in and they don't just leave. They are, they walk around, they try to help out and they, they care about you. You know, there's so many, um, there's so many times I've heard. And, you know, when people join, we call the Mohawk family. There, it's not what I hear around anywhere else. It's not what I hear when we are when another salesperson or another service person comes in. You know, they are always saying, you know, Andy or Jeff or Jana or Greg. You know, they actually care about who I am and how to get there. And to the point where now we're doing adaptive leadership courses on how to become a better leader. How do we lead with dignity and help those around us become the best versions of themselves. So that's why I would say that yes, uh, that's so <laughs> they pivotal. About the culture. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what, like you said, at the very onset of that entire thing was the fact that like they are humans who just happen to sell cars. Yeah. Right. And, and when you have a transaction like that with just a fellow human and you're like actually pouring in and being poured into by that versus what so often you hear, and I think of even an auto dealer, I think of like, here's my business card, right? Yeah. And they're like automatically like blocking, like, and there's nothing about me. If you're watching this live, I'm literally covering my face. <laughs> it's like, you don't need to know me. All you need to know is here's my number and here's how you get in touch with me to buy a car. Other than that, I don't really want to be with you. Right. But if you approach a human to human interaction and Joshua Lee, who's on Clubhouse all the time, he's a LinkedIn professional. He talks about H to H, which is like, there's no business to business. There's no business to consumer. There's only H to H, which is human to human. Mm. And I took it a level further and it's only heart to heart because even yeah. in humanity, people are having discrepancy. And I think that if it goes layer deeper, we stop looking at what's going on on the outside. We stop caring about the business cards and we start, start starting to look at each other's heart, which is so crazy that we're talking about your heart yeah. in conjunction <laughs> um, because there's, there's so much depth to that. 
um, I feel like it's brandable. You could brand it. <laughs> oh man, I know. And you know, that just, that hits all the points that I always talk about. And this is the thing that I have been creating and working with uh, Andy and the owners creating this sense of branding. So you'll know if you go to Mohawk Honda, Mohawk Chevrolet, our Facebook page, our YouTube, you won't see the 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 typical, hey, here's your car. This is this, got this many miles, blah, blah, blah. We're actively showcasing our employees. We're actively showcasing our culture. We're showcasing the fact that we're in the community, helping the community. This is This is what it's this is what it means to be a dealership in the community that you live. It's not just, Hey, when every three years, when you have a car issue, you know, come see us. And uh, when you come in for service, we want them to actively follow us and become a part of what we're doing in the community. So we're, we're right now we're doing it. I'm sorry if you can hear the, no, uh, I can't. I can't hear okay, you. Good. No, good. <laughs> I'm literally right next to the service drive. So if you hear a screw gun, I apologize. Uh, awesome. So getting them to come in, we're doing a school drive, uh, school supplies drive for things of my very own, which is a local charity for um, displaced kids going through uh, domestic violence and things like that. And now because of the hurricane, there's a lot more need. They're getting inquiries from all the way so we're upstate. We're, I'm in upstate New York. New York City is about two, two and a half, three hours away from me. And they're getting inquiries from New York City because of everything that's going on. So we're actively playing a part in being able to help our community because we, we, um, we're doing this drive. And we're, we're teaming up with the news. We're teaming up with um, police organizations. And we're teaming up with the community. You know, we're actively out there. We're on the news. We're trying to get people to come in. We actually... It, Honestly, this is one of the things, you know, Mohawk Honda, Mohawk Chevrolet, they, we are so gracious that we can, we, we are abundantly blessed with our finances and being able to give back. So we actively preach that as well. You know, we have been giving so much, so let's go out and give as much as we can. And we have salespeople going out. They're going Facebook Live on their pages saying, hey, I'm here in Walmart. I'm grabbing all these things. Uh, I'm grabbing these things for things of my very own. You know, if you can, you do it too. And it's bringing that sense of community and culture. And we're all one big family, right? You know, I'm your, I'm your brother. You're yeah, my sister. Totally. And, and the next person I meet in Christ, we are all, we are all one. And yeah. when we can help each other and bring people up, there's so much more than we, that we can do. And it was crazy. We went around like, Hey, we're going to go, we're going to go grab some school supplies. Do you want to donate? We pulled about a thousand dollars that day to go out and get school supplies, which I believe is up on our Chevrolet. Yeah. It's up on our Chevrolet page. So if you want to see the fun that we had, you know, going to Walmart and getting That's these awesome. supplies. Yeah. You can get a lot with a thousand dollars. Yeah. That's it's awesome. funny because we were, so I, I did this as like, we had three carts of stuff. And I go, all right, do you think we're under or over? They're like, I think we're going to be like right there. We were way off. Really? Under or over? Under. Wow. Was, with three cards full. Three cards. We were only at about $600. Wow. That's we, amazing. Oh, you know, it was actually $1,200. Cause then it was like, oh man, we still have 
all this money. We got to go back. You know, we, we had to, we had to, we had to <laughs> call for backup. Yeah. We had to call for backup. They had to come bring another truck because my van was full of things. I had five people in my car, so we couldn't handle any more. So, you know, that is what it's that like awesome. to be in the Mohawk family and to be able to give back to the community and inspire our community, our employees to become the best versions of themselves so we can inspire others to become the best versions of themselves too. So what I love about that imagery so much is that because you're focused on the people instead of the brand, but the brand becomes that because of the people, those people that were a part of that experience are going to remember that forever, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're going to be able to take whether Mohawk Auto Group is a part of that story or not, they're going to remember the place and time, the Mm -hmm. emotion that was connected to it and the give back piece and how it changed them for the better just to be a part of that. And I think it's so fun uh, to create memories in your culture outside of what do you have to do when you punch the clock from (laughs) nine to five. And I think for for decades, for, for eons, we've gotten that wrong. And so to realize that we get to bring all of ourselves to our experience, and that's what I'm so passionate about being an entrepreneur for is that I don't wear one hat when I show up. Every single day looks totally different. My desk is filled with different things. I get to interact with different people every single day. I get to wear new outfits every day. Like I get to do new stuff all the time. I was actually a little disappointed he's not wearing his bow tie right now. But it was in the intro video. It was in the intro video. So I got my bow tie fixed. (laughs) Uh, But no, like I love that you're you're actually embedding the culture rather Mm -hmm. than just projecting the Mm -hmm. culture. Because I think that's what a lot of people do. We are this, 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 Mm -hmm. right? And that's great. You have your mission, vision, values down. We're so proud of you. But is it embedded into the people? And that's what you guys are doing so well. Actively working to to embed it. And uh, to the point where we actually have four events this weekend on the same day. Holy Uh, cow. Yeah. So it's going to, we're, we're pulling, uh, so you got, never run out of content is what you're telling me. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> That's Are you kidding awesome. me? Are you kidding me? We have, we have so much content. It's crazy. You know, and the fun part is, is that we, we're starting all these fun things. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, fireside five-star reviews with Dax or the Craig and Greg show or, <laughs> um, the plate challenge, which is actually one of my favorites. We have a, we have I don't season. know this. Oh boy. You're gonna have to check this out. So okay. we, cre- we created a game out of, ch- uh, changing plate frames. So one of the things that a lot of salespeople do is they change plate frames. So we create, we create a bracket, Honda and Chevy, they go head to head. And then the winners go against, uh, store winners go against each store winner. And uh, it's, it's that is like so the, fun. Yeah. And, uh, it taps into that, you know, community piece, but also the competition piece, which I know a oh, lot yeah. of you guys enjoy. National think, Plate Change yes, League. Here we come. Yes. Do, they get, <laughs> do they get a trophy? Do they get a medallion? Do they get, they get a plaque a on the wall? See, that's so fun. It's a, it's a I, I wish I was going to talk, I knew I was going to talk about it because it's literally like, oh, it's huge. Oh. That's it's, awesome. it's crazy. That <laughs> so, makes it that much it's more so much fun. fun. And they can check that out. It's on our YouTube. It's on our Facebook page. Just type in plate change challenge. I love uh, that. So we're about to have like an, um, an event here locally in Virginia. 
And one of the things we're going to be talking about is like uh, employee retention, employee satisfaction, mm-hmm. um, what's happening with unemployment versus that and really helping entrepreneurs and business leaders and even um, pastors talk through these conversations about how to keep that. And mm-hmm. I think this conversation would be a massive impact for them to understand that it's about that embedding process yes. rather than just preaching and and having it on a wall medallion somewhere. Right. Um, I love that you guys are doing that way. What additional like uh, resources or information would you provide to those types of people who are struggling with either the retention or the acquisition of new employees? So I would I would tell them that it's not an overnight success. Uh, so we took over Mohawk Chevrolet. Shoot, the podcast is over. Not oh, no. an overnight success. Oh. <laughs> no, people, you said, oh no. <laughs> I was like, oh no, we're done. Oh no. No, no, no. Just the fact that like everyone wants that one, yeah. that one trip pony kind of answer. So keep going, keep going. <laughs> yeah, so it's not an overnight success. We took over Mohawk Chevrolet two and a half years ago. And we had to rebuild it. You know, we had to, we took over a previous franchise and we had to bring that culture in because nobody understood what we were trying to do. So, you know, they bring in someone like me who comes in with high energy all the time. And like, who the heck is this guy? What is he doing? Why is he taking photos of me? What is this thing? Why does he have his phone out 24 seven trying to grab content? What is content? You know, it's all these things that my dad, if he was still in the industry, you'd be like, no, (laughs) what is happening? Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. So there's, there's that, you know, it's an active process where you have to continuously do it. And, um, it's not like you said, it's not just putting the plaque up on the wall, but it is actively getting engaged with your community and letting people know, Hey, we are doing this. Who can, who can, this is who we are as a, as a group who can join, what are we going to do and how can we make what we're doing a better place to work and live? Because you, we tell them all, we tell everybody all the time. And I, Talk to myself, you know, you spend more time at work than you do at your house, right? You're going to spend eight hours a day, six, five, six days out of the week. We're closed on Sundays, thankfully. (laughs) Good culture. (laughs) Yeah. So knowing that you spend eight hours a day, you have to build that over and over again. You have to keep reiterating it because, you know, if you don't, if it's cool, if you do like, you know, if you do it once a month or once a a year, you're like, all right, here's the annual blah, blah. It's not going to stick. You have to do it over. You have to continuously tell them, show them what you're doing. Tell them why you're doing this. Why do you want to be in the community? Why do you want this place to be the way that you want it? Because people don't understand unless you tell them. And I would say actively communicate what you're trying to do as an organization. So uh, let's bring this back. You know, I've talked a lot. Be patient. It doesn't happen overnight. Take action continuously and keep reiterating over and over to the culture. Like, this is what we do. This is who we are as a company. We're working to help X. We're looking to do this. We're looking to be this part of the community. These are the events we have scheduled. Who can make it? We are, we are, so this is the, the practical, right? I love tactical yes, and practical. Yes, me too, this me is, too. Bring it, bring it. <laughs> tactical and practical is my thing uh, for my building brand legends. Tactical and practical is all. So have your event. And this is where Mohawk differs within the community. So we say 
We're going to give X amount of money, but we are going to be there. We're going to be the boots on the ground to help you out with whatever you need for volunteers. Maybe you need something specific. We're going to help you out with that. Do you need a vehicle that we can drive? Um, Do you need a vehicle that we can provide? And this is a new one that many dealerships can't offer because they don't have someone like me or someone on my team. But a lot of charities don't have the ability to create content themselves. In terms of creating that basic line of what the charity is about, how they got there, who they are. And we get to sit down and really deep dive into a conversation about this charity group, their their mission, their vision, their values, and create this high quality content that they can put on their Instagram, that they can put everywhere. So we we have the ability to do that. So and that would cost them thousands of dollars, right? The, the, the amount of value that that wow, creates is brilliant. So we, there's a, so much that we can incorporate and we showcase, you know, that I'm going, I'm, I spend three hours, you know, going to shoot a high quality video. I shoot on a Sony a7R4 for anyone who knows what that is. It's a high quality camera. The megapixel is 63 megapixels. That's about four times the size of your phone camera. Um, and we shoot 4K. We shoot all of these things to allow people to have the best experience, not only in our dealership, but our community at large. And we showcase that over and over and letting people know like, hey, we're going out. We're going to go shoot this charity. Let's see how we can help them even further with just that. So. I have never heard of that. That's a brilliant. I love that so much. And I mean, they're already, you know, you're already an asset to that, to them, right. To Mohawk. So it's amazing to be able to re- utilize your resources to the fullest extent, rather than just what people think about. I like, I don't have the finances to do that. So sorry, I can't help you. Mm. Like there is so much more from a resource bucket that we need to pull from on a consistent basis, time, energy, ideas, service. Right. Um, I just love the, the people aspect of that is so powerful. And ultimately, I think from a community standpoint, it, it becomes less about the cars. That just is the positive like outcome, That's right. right? That's just like a bonus icing on the cake. Oh, and by the way, I bought my car from there. But right. they also help my children's school. They also help my uh, this mm-hmm. sex trafficking organization. They also help, right? And that's so powerful to be able to kit that experience, brand it for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give you a, like just a couple more minutes to share. Like, is there any topics of conversation that we didn't dive into. I mean, I am learning about you for the first time, but I feel like so much of it I already know. And I'm so grateful for that. Ta-da. Ah, he took the pledge, people. <laughs> uh, yes. We're day eight right now. <laughs> yes, we are, sir. Yes. Uh, so this is actually something that I would agree with Glenn Lundy about starting your day early. So yes. before I even met him on Facebook, uh, before I even saw his show, I was always waking up at five o'clock, but I never had, you know, I never had, what do I do? You know, yeah, <laughs> I wake yeah, up you're up before everyone like, else. What do I do now? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> maybe I'll go work out or maybe I'll read a book and, you know, kind of start my day a little faster maybe I can do some chores, but I really, uh, the, the morning five has really been a blessing for me because I get to write down my gratitude, my goals. And, uh, I love the encouraging message is, uh, it's fun. Cause I, I send 
you know, I have so many people in my phone, you know, uh, for, for a kid who had a phone since high school, it has, still has all of those contacts. That yeah, I me too, you know, me too. I don't know same if this phone number, I have the same phone numbers in the middle school. I <laughs> wish I had the same no, phone number, but if I did, I would have two phones and I started losing my phone. So uh, gotcha. I got one phone, uh, if I have my work phone, but, uh, so I, I randomly text like, Hey, this is Nathaniel. I don't know if you still have your phone number, but I just want to say you have a great day, you know? And the, the replies I get back are so awesome. Cool. Like, oh my gosh, I haven't thought, yo, thanks so much. You know, I am. Okay, cool. You know, oh, and, God. um, you know, there's a lot of people that I know personally that they're just going through a hard time. So sending that encouraging message, like, it's just a nice reminder, like, hey, be a blessing to to someone who really needs it. And, you know, be the salt and light that God has called us to be, right? You know, yeah, so 110% good. My, my life for his glory. So uh, I love that so much. And I think a lot of times, and there's like the conversation of love languages that come into play whenever I think of sending the encouraging message, because I am, de- I am not a words of affirmation, love mm-hmm. language kind of person. It's, it's actually furthest down for me. Um, and, and yet at the same time, I am really good at writing and I'm really good at affirming other people. And I'm really good at wanting to see other people like brought to their inner light out to shine as well. And so it's really fun for me to deposit it. But if I ever receive it i'm like oh thanks like great. <laughs> so i got a lot to do i have a lot of becoming to still evolve yeah. into um but i've received a couple in the last i guess it, one of our people listening who is a participating she's like it's nine days get it right so oh, nine shoot. days thank you kelly Are we actually like <laughs> live live right now oh we're live yeah oh, we're live. i didn't I even know you. that that's awesome <laughs> yeah I we're on live LinkedIn, up there. youtube and facebook oh my right gosh now. <laughs> I, I need to like share this yeah it'd be awesome right after <laughs> Right after. I'm going to share this right after, but Please everyone who's do. watching, I love you all. <laughs> yeah, but just receive. I think there's a, a component and it makes me think all the way through the conversation of, of branding, all the way to the conversation of 75 Heart even, is like that understanding that there is a process of giving and then there is also a process of, rece- of receiving. And it takes that humility piece and it also takes that activation piece for us to do both. And yeah. um, they both they both take a, a placement in the heart of the Father as well, which allows us to then have a place and person and being to emulate. Um, and so that's something that I want to be better at is like receiving those words of affirmation and actually taking them to heart rather than just being really <laughs> proud when I give them out, you know? <laughs> I'm the same way. I honestly, it's like someone sends me a message. I'm like, I, I don't deserve this. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, oh, that was that nice. I have to do, <laughs> like, I just want to help somebody and then you get it and you're like, thank you. It's yeah, I'm like right there. I'm like right there at the low. I'm like, thanks. That's, that's yeah. Nice. I could have done more. That's honestly what I think it is most of the time, especially if it's like a celebratory, like, Hey, congratulations. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, could have been better. Yeah, right. And, and oh my it's gosh. something I really have to, I have to sit with and yeah. realize that, um, you know, our, our place of blessing, our place of abundance, our place of, um, greatness is different than other people. And it's okay mm-hmm. if they're giving you those affirmations. And, and it's also a gift to them when we receive with graciousness. Yeah. Um, and so I'll challenge us both as we send the encouraging message <laughs> to also receive one. Now you're going to get one from me. I'm not going to tell you when, but you're just going to have to receive Good. it well. <laughs> I'm excited. 
So good. Nathaniel, this is amazing being with you today. I can't wait to tune into the podcast. So it's actually live on podcast listening so far now. Yes. It's uh, not podcast listening yet. I'm okay. still, I don't know how to do that. So I'm still working ah, on that. I've got that. a whole e-course. You can learn oh, all about it. Oh, great. <laughs> so, yeah. Right you got to do it live. You're doing live on Facebook? Yeah. Do it okay. live on Facebook on okay. uh, Nathaniel uh, at Nerdy Nate. Uh, awesome. I'm gonna call it the official Nathaniel page with an A. Uh, uh, Nerdy Nate. I might I might change it to Nathaniel G. I kind of like that, but for now it's Nerdy Nate with a three. Yeah, I like Nerdy Nate. Easy. I feel like it's from yeah, it's memorable. <laughs> so Nerdy Nate with a three and uh, eight thirty Eastern Standard Time. And uh, today eight thirty a.m. or p.m. p.m. Ah, uh, see, when you said that earlier, I was like, oh man, I'm in bed by then. Which yeah, I know, I know. a lot of crazy. people are in bed. <laughs> It's, it's okay. So it's that's the only time you know my daughter goes I to bed. I get at it. I get it. and uh, you have to spend I have to spend a little bit of time, uh, as much as I can with her and my wife. And I then at thirty, I, I hop you. on on Tuesdays and we that. we go down there and uh, we uh, we we go for it. You know, I'll stay up for a pop party. I'll stay pop up. party. <laughs> I'll stay up for what? Just once, once in a while, you might see me in there. I'll come find you. But I love that so much, and I know that it's bringing such joy to the world. And I can't wait to see it kitted as a book. Okay, I'm going to get to all business strategy with you. I want to oh, see boy. this acronym as a book. I want this whole thing as a book, okay. right? And I want to see it as a podcast on all listening apps here before the next like 30 days. You got that? That's oh easy. boy! All right, come on, 30 day challenge. Challenge. Challenge in the midst of the 67 day. Okay. <laughs> and then what else can I give you? Eventually, I think you could make it into an e-course, which would be really fun. But you have all the branding pieces that I think the world needs more of and that they're honestly missing. And there's a lot of surface level branding conversations happening. And today's message is um, truly heart level. And I love that so much. So keep doing the work that you're doing. Yes. I yeah. love it. Any final things? Where else can they find you on social media? Are you on so, Instagram, right? I am. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, I'm not currently on YouTube, just uh, Mohawk Chevrolet. All right. So listen, listen. Okay. Before everyone goes, oh my gosh, you can have all this. I was running seven social medias by myself. Yeah, it was very lot. difficult for me to be like, oh, okay, here we go. I'm going to make my own content now. You know? Yeah, I get that. That's hard. That's hard. But <laughs> well, if you're going live now, on Facebook, if you do going live on YouTube, you can yeah, use StreamYard. I can do that. Like I this. actually use live stream studio six. Oh, they're okay. Of course so we, I'm getting there. You know, it's a yeah. slow progression to start off in clubhouse. I'm like, all right, okay. I can do this. Now we're on Facebook live and then we're going to go to YouTube live. And then we're going to get on all the other platforms. We're going to get there. You're going to get there one day at a time. One day at a time. <laughs> one day at a time. What's really, really time? cool. You've done so much already. And I think again, a part of that receiving and, and being able to be okay with that is also the reflection of where you've come from. So I love that you said that earlier. Like I was, this wasn't even in my path and yet here's the open doors and there will be more open doors in the future. So keep saying yes, friends, stay, stay jovial. I love your spirit. And I know the God within you has a greatness to share to the world that you've yet to tap into. Try my best every single day. Help one person, you know, I love it. Hope living that hope, hope life, hope dealer, hope dealer. All right. Friend. Yeah. Thank you for being here. You got it. Bye. Bye. Hey y'all, it's me again. I hope in today's episode, you sense and ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. 
I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at fitandfaith underscore podcast or me personally at tamara.andress on Insta. I hope that I can keep you accountable and also share you with the greater community of the Fit and Faith podcast listeners. We're totally in this together. Community over competition is the motto, right? I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. I'd love to feature your thought in the next episode and give you and your passion project a big shout out. You know I'm a writer, so I love words and I can't wait to read what you have to say. I'm ready to fuel the flame with you together. And until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. Tune in next time. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.